We're gonna drink wine. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the rental studio. Uh, I am surrounded by uh, some good friends slash family. Um, so we're up in wine country right now. Uh, the guy in front of us is absolutely wasted. He almost just drove off the road. Uh, shout out to the Hyundai Sonata. Somebody called the police on license plate 7MK142. That guy just almost ate it. Uh, and also a big shout out to our designated driver. Uh, we didn't really appreciate him being the designated driver until we saw the guy in front of us almost uh, put $3,000 worth of damage into his car. So uh, wine country has been good so far. We've done a couple tastings, a uh, lot of metal, met a lot of rustic folk, and uh, we're going to get down and dirty. So uh, here with Seaman1310. Uh, and uh, recurring guest Louise, my right-hand woman. Uh, so for starters, uh, we went on a this. It was like a pretty pretty sorry excuse for like a hike in the sense that we can say that we went hiking. Like, oh yeah, we were like active today. We went on a hike. Like we basically walked like up a path, and then the guy leading us just like busted out like a couple bottles of sparkling wine. Um, <laughs> So that was great. Like ten in the morning. Yeah. Oh yeah. This was at this was at ten a.m. Uh, and <laughs> this this guy looked like he had been drinking sparkling wine at the past thirty years because the way he described this wine, he's like, "This is a great this is a great sparkling wine prior to noon." You know, like when you're still in bed. And I was like, uh, "No, I I don't know," but I'll look into it. So to start us off. Uh, Louise, do we love sparkling wine? Uh, only if it's 10 in the morning and I'm on a hike in Sonoma Valley and it's a soft rain falling on me. Okay. So that's a no because it's way too specific. Seaman <laughs> 1310. Absolutely not. You're out on sparkling wine. Out. Okay. Um, I've said before, I I don't actually like champagne. I just only drink it because it's bougie. That champagne thing. is bougie. Oh, here's um, drunk. <laughs> oh yeah, we only, another drunk. There's a lot of drunk people driving on this road. This is festival and wine. It's everywhere. it's living up to what we thought. And it's five o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, what do you think about sparkling wine? I'm into sparkling wine always. Especially before noon. Especially in bed with Netflix. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not out on sparkling wine, um, but I'm not trying to jump more into it. Uh, I don't know. I mean... I'm I'm fifty fifty. I I could definitely go without it. Uh, it's kind of you know it's 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 the seltzer water of of water. It's a game day beverage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Just, yeah. I think. Game day beverage. You're playing mahjong. <laughs> all right. I I'm. 
No one knows who that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the driver. Driving. It's the... Guys, we're. I think we're losing track. <laughs> Brains back on. All right, let's 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 Wine reel it in. Driver. So, do we love cheese platters? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, what what separates a, a good cheese platter from a bad one? Uh, the, I think what's key is the cracker ratio. I think. For the, for the record, the cracker ratio in wine terrible. country is garbage. It's been, it's been terrible. I don't know what they expect me to put. You know, they half, get they give us sixteen pounds. They give us sixteen pounds of cheese with with three little crumbs. I do just want to say shout out to East Coast Trash for just requesting extra crackers and getting way more excited about the extra crackers than any of the wines that we tasted all weekend. Yeah. So little backstory, um, we were at we were at this really nice winery uh called linmar which i would suggest checking out uh and they were filling up our glasses with some high quality wine uh it was very good and uh you know we were like uh i would that would give us like a, a you know five and a half out of ten on the fired up scale um and then uh i had the insight to ask for more crackers for the shukri board <laughs> shout out to me for pronouncing that um, and they brought out these crackers, but they weren't the same crackers that were on the board. They were, uh, they were the equivalent of an everything bagel if it were a cracker. And the level of intensity slash fired upness went from like a five and a half to like a nine and a half. It was like basically and, Pat Super Bowl down 20 to three, score the first touchdown. Like, oh shit. Yeah. And so basically these crackers come out. And the fired up level went through the roof, and the lady who was leading us, the winer person, I don't know, the 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 hostess or the server, I don't I don't know what they're called. The wine educator. The wine educator was definitely like these people are trash. (laughs) Like you're more fired up about the everything bagel cracker than you are about this like wine. We were like, yes. Delicious wine that you can't get anywhere else in the place. So, so that was good. Uh, so I'm in on cheese platters, which is surprising because as a lad, um, I was out on any type of cold cheese. Uh, I really only liked warm cheese, specifically on pizza. I didn't even like cheese on macaroni and cheese. It kind of had me pretty shook. Um, I just don't like the texture of it. I always thought cheese was kind of weird, but it's grown on me a little bit. Um, to the point, to the point where I was, uh, say out of everybody, I was annihilating the blue cheese the most. Shout out to me. Um, you know, blue cheese isn't for the faint of heart. Uh, so yeah. So I'm in on cheese plates and I think I could use more of them in my life until the following day when I realize I don't want more of them in my life. All right. That's good. Anything else anybody would like to say? Cheese tray. Oh, actually, uh, tell tell us about your uh, handicap stall situation. Okay, so at one of the wineries, I went in to use the ladies' room, and there were two stalls, one standard, one handicapped. 
There was no one in there. I went into the standard. When I came out of the standard, there was a woman standing there waiting for me to vacate. And she went in where I vacated, and then I noticed the handicap stall was vacant. So my question is, when you go into the bathroom, if the handicap stall is vacant and you're not handicapped, are you allowed to use it if it's vacant? Yeah, I mean, this to me was the biggest no-brainer of all time. I mean, that, that lady was just an absolute weirdo. Um, Psychopath. Yeah, if you are, like, like who is that snooty to not use a handicap stall? Like, that's I actually what, seek out the handicap stalls when I poop at work. I do, too. You seek, see, I, I, don't, I don't like the room. I'd rather be boxed in. I used to have a three-stall bathroom at work, and the handicap had the most room, and it was very secluded, yeah, and I took it every time if it's open. Yeah, it's cash. So what does that mean? Yeah, why why is the handicap stall <laughs> the furthest from the door? You'd think it'd be the opposite because, you know, you want to you wanna, you wanna cut down on the commute. Um, so that's something to think about. Maybe they should move that around. Um, but, yeah, if you're waiting for... The hand, if you're waiting to use the regular stall and there's a handicap stall open and you're not using it, then one, you're a psychopath, and two, I hate you because it's a little spark in the woods can start an absolute forest fire. All of a sudden, one person says, you know what, nobody can use the handicap stall, and all of a sudden, now we can't use it. Um, this kind of brings me back to Little Caesars when there was the person there was the person there and they just showed up and they were like yeah i called ahead i was like what do you mean you called ahead and they were like yeah i'm gonna get my pizza first it's like no no no. the whole point the little caesars is that you don't you don't have to call ahead like it's literally called a hot and ready because it's like hot and it's ready like it's already ready you don't need to call ahead like the bathroom's already there like don't don't ruin this for everyone you know just to clarify, you don't use the bathroom to Little Caesars. Little Caesars doesn't have bathrooms because you go in, the pizza's hot, it's ready, and you leave. Yeah, you don't need to. No. But what I'm saying is when people start doing stuff like this, not using the available restroom, all of a sudden somebody gets an idea and snowballs and it ruins it for the rest of us. So before you try going out and being an absolute hero... Don't do it. This wicked looks like the Forrest Gump Vietnam scene. Are you like... Sorry. (laughs) Are you describing visuals on on an audio program? Hashtag good radio. Sorry. Sick, Charles. Um, Great. All right. Well, uh, that that's that's about all we have. So uh, we do we did we did have a write-in. Um, we, we did we did have a write-in. Uh, do we love slash? Uh, what is uh is it socially acceptable to bring a squatty potty into work? <laughs> <laughs> who wrote that in? That was, it very much depends on who wrote that, it. That was written in by uh, Easy. 
<laughs> Good God, no. Does he work at a school? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he he he's a teacher. He, wa he, wa he wants to know if he can bring a squatty potty into work. Does he have a separate bathroom than the kids? <laughs> he, f he said he found one on the other side of the building where, because uh, what, what was happening is uh, he would sit in the stall so long and there were automatic lights that the lights would turn off while he's sitting on the can. So he'd have to like stand up and raise his hand in the air so the sensor would detect it. So that's what teachers do during uh, free periods. Yeah. And so, uh, so then he expressed his displeasure to his coworker and he was like, oh, you don't know about like the bathroom in the West Wing that nobody uses? And so he gave him the lowdown. He found this secret bathroom. And now he wants to know, since it's so secret, like, can I bring a squatty potty into work? Good on his coworker. I found places to poop at work, and I protect that, like, straight, like, Fort Knox. Like, I don't tell anybody I where like I poop. You leave your squatty it's very potty top secret. Fine. But uh, you bringing it in and out every day is No, so oh, if, I, yeah, if I went no. to a bathroom at work and there was a squatty potty, I'd be totally freaked out. Yeah, I'd be freaked out. I'd abort. I'd get out of there. Which is probably a good thing for Eric. That's true. Gets the bathroom to himself. Just we creep. I mean, I think it kind of sends a message. Yeah, you're like marking your territory. Yeah. All right, so I'm. I'm. Out of your car. We don't love that. Psychotic. I I. So you're you're in on it or out? I'm in for selfish reasons. Like if if somebody else brought it into my work, I'd be pissed. But if it was me, I'd be in. Are you in or out? Out. All right. Well, fortunately, I'm the only person who speaks on behalf of we. We love it. <laughs> I'm all in on it. I love the move. Uh, and that's it. So, uh, music. Ooh. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Shout out to Tom Richardson. Doing doing your walk right now. And uh, that's about it. Tell, tell Tom Richardson to enjoy the piano at home.